This is the Business of Cannabis, a joint venture between the Green Generation Co. and the Cannabis 101 podcast. Bringing you the latest bud, biz, buzz. Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Company joining me. You can find it online at greengencompany.com. Melka, how are you enjoying the sunshine in our province after the uh, few days of rain that we had? It feels like it's a new everything. <laughs> it's like fresh and clean and shiny and bright. Even the green looks greener. A hundred percent. It does look beautiful out there and it does feel good to get out in uh, the sunshine. And we're going to start our segment today with change makers and, and something that, you know, my show is uh, a lot about. And I know that you are very passionate about and that's education when it comes to cannabis. And and we're talking about educating uh, for teaching people about the wellness of cannabis, which there is an abundance of. Yes, I'm really excited about about this organization and what they're doing. And yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to get into this. This company is uh, Canadian-made, uh, Alberta, actually. Uh, this is a learning academy. So one of the things that I was, you know, in my, I guess my ongoing uh, debate with people on LinkedIn uh, and, other, and, and, in, and in various chat groups and groups that I'm a part of, um, I'm pretty adamant about the the anti CBD model, and I, I've been vocal about it on your on your podcast as well. Really believe that um, the the core of that is that a CBD model doesn't really allow for people to understand what the product is. It just it kind of assumes that you've got a brand, you've got a package, you've got a label, and that tells the whole story. And that's true for most CBD products. And the only caveat being that if they don't know about it, the advertising and the marketing around it will fill in the rest. But with cannabis. Um, there's just there's too much to know, and there is no such thing as an, an, uh, a one-stop place to get all of that information. Um, and largely, what we've learned is that the wellness space, not just the medical space, but the the feeling better about yourself space, uh, has become a massive um, new market for different types of products. And I believe that this um, is sort of the answer to growing not only the interest in cannabis from uh, a recreational or adult use purpose, but also for educating people that would never come within 100 feet or anything of cannabis because of the stigma attached to it. So you need a source of education that goes beyond just, uh, obviously, we can't advertise around it. It goes beyond the package, which we can't do in Canada either. So I kind of stumbled upon, or this actually company, this group found me, um, and they're based in Calgary, but they run a diploma um, and certificate program. It's called the Elevated Learning Academy. Um, and they offer wellness uh, certificates and programs already in the, in the health and wellness space. So this is sort of a perfect um, addition to their lineup of um, uh, certificate programs. And what they're offering is a four-month diploma program, um, which is a combination, I think, of in-class and online, um, around, it's called the Cannabis and Health Specialist Diploma Program. And from what I understand, it's the first of its kind, uh, which is really interesting. And it's not focusing on how to grow the plant or how to work in an LP or how to cultivate. This is actually teaching people about how to include the cannabis conversation 
when addressing people's uh, health and wellness outside of a medical uh, setting. I find this fascinating and wonder, you know, why uh, we're, I'm just hearing about this now. So these sort of things, um, you know, should have been day one uh, in concert with legalization because this is, uh, this is fascinating. This isn't, um, like this is, this is literally could be perfect for the person that is brand new, doesn't know anything about cannabis. This is exactly up their alley. Yeah, and this is a professional program. So this allows you to get a diploma um, so that you could have, be certified and educated for sharing this information with, with others. Right. So it's a perfect uh, kind of uh, program to largely, for, like it's, it's a post-secondary program. So it's for people that are already professionals or they're in the, they're in the wellness space. Like there are other programs or there are other um, um, past uh, grads uh, took the personal fitness program or nutritional wellness program. So this really fits in nicely with that um, and complements existing other courses that people might take that are really preventatively health and wellness focused outside of a cannabis retail store where you can't talk about these topics and this wellness aspect with a consumer. So it's sort of the, it's like everything outside of the actual cannabis retail chain in order to educate people on cannabis. This is what that encompasses. Right. You, you cannot go into, unfortunately, you can't go into a cannabis retail store and say, I have a, a migraine. What can you help me with? They're not allowed to, as much as they might want to, they're not allowed uh, to give you medical advice. So uh, this is a, a situation where you can be the person uh, giving some of that uh, cannabis medicinal advice. And, and definitely, um, you know, this is what you would brand change makers. They are, they are making changes in this space to improve, uh, you know, ultimately the, the health of Canadians. Yeah, and this is exactly like where I see this fitting. It's like, you know, the, the end consumer, you know, maybe isn't even thinking about cannabis in their wellness practice, but they're already seeing a fitness coach. They're already seeing a nutritional person. Maybe they're seeing a physiotherapist or a chiropractor, a massage therapist, any one of those people that already has a designation of something, and it already has a, rela- a trusted relationship with their practitioner where their practitioner knows and understands their um, personal and medical situation and can add on um, this cannabis understanding and knowledge into their, their course of treatment or in their recommendation uh, with a, a real understanding of the, of the physical and the physiological impact and contraindications with existing health conditions, but it doesn't have to be a doctor prescribing it or dosing it. It can really be that guided holistic uh, wellness, like the full picture. And this is ideal. This is something I'm so excited about this program. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting to help uh, uh, part, part uh, plan as well as potentially I hope to get to teach it. I haven't, it hasn't been decided, but I would like to uh, sort of a self-endorsement because this is what I've been talking about all along and they found me. So I feel like it's sort of been a, a perfect meeting of the mind. And it's the first of its kind. I have not found anything like this else in, else in Canada. Um, and I'd, I'd like to, you know, just put the feelers out there for other people that are trying to figure out a way to get into the cannabis space, but not necessarily in the LP or the retailer side, uh, but really to make change within the use of cannabis and broaden it for people for wellness reasons, this is how you do it. You give them an education and you take that education and apply it to the people that they're already working with. All right. So people can find that at elevated learning academy 
dot com uh wonderful uh sounding program i can't wait to dive into that more down the road so normally we start with a uh, an opening topic and we finish with what it means to be green and in light of um you know what's happening globally really you know it, it's obviously uh magnified on uh, the united states of america but we are seeing changes around the world and calls for changes around the world so today we are doing what it means to be black and green yeah, and you know, I, I had to think about this for a long time because this one, this is this subject matter, this person, this individual, I believe is a he was a massive original trailblazer way before his time for cannabis and for marijuana, uh, and that is Bob Marley. Uh, he, my hats off to the what his career was about, but he is synonymous with, with marijuana. He openly spoke about it and was very much outspoken about in support of legalization of marijuana in, in his home country of Jamaica and in the U.S. and in the U.K., everywhere where he went. And his his music is a testament to that. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, Get Up, Stand Up is an anthem of activism for the movements of times of change against whatever was happening at the time, largely against Black people, largely against you know the establishment, whatever it was. But he did it in such a way that has now become so prolific into our eardrums, it's almost like it's lost its meaning. So that's really why I want to point out that, that Bob Marley, not only was he a, a, a black individual, but he was the original, in my mind, the proponent of legalization of cannabis, because he called it a, a healing herb. He used the term sacrament as an aid to medication. He saw it as part of a holistic wellness approach, which is exactly what I'm talking about here in Canada today, but back in the 60s, um, and he, his products and his name and his, you know, Rastafarian uh, movement has become synonymous with, you know, reggae and, and the whole culture um, has had so much proliferation. And really what it started with was his, you know, really believing that you need something like this to save, it to soothe your soul. They talked about it at length and um, actually converted to Rastafarianism, or I don't know if he started the movement, or he joined it um, away from Christianity. Um, and he was a huge proponent of cannabis being part of a spiritual, um, a, a healing part part of what you're doing. Um, yeah, so I wanted to, to dedicate what Black Lives Matter movement and what I'm talking about in what it means to be green. The two, to me, automatically met Bob Marley. Well, for sure. And, you know, this is a guy that, uh, you know, was you know, arrested and had, had run-ins uh, with the law when it came to cannabis. And, and I was thinking the other day with, with everything that is happening right now in this, the, the protest uh, for, for racial justice and, and uh, it, the, the protests against inequality is, you know, what um, kind of figures activists uh, that are no longer with us uh, would be standing up on the front lines today. And yeah, I think of Muhammad Ali and obviously Martin yeah. Luther King, but Bob Marley, he would be leading these protests with a, with a giant fatty in his hand because yeah. he was all about peace and love and, and using cannabis in that. And, and, and I thought, man, he would be one of the perfect voices for what is happening today. And, and, and I think he would be delighted uh, when he looks at the, the country above the United States and sees what we've done and how progressive we have been with cannabis 
I hope so, you know, and, and honestly, the, and the positive side of that is that, you know, these movements are very, very obviously violent. Clearly, uh, people are dying. But the, the message is about the change. We need to stand up and make a change. And the way that he did that is with his music. And his music is the kind of music that doesn't make you want to hurt people. It's not very aggressive. Right. It's very melodic. And it's also very makes you feel good. So I feel like he was sort of, he was so ahead of his time in terms of bringing a message in a different way that is, is incredibly empowering. And unfortunately, he isn't here to see it. Thank God he didn't, I think, die for, for the cause. He was, you know, unfortunately, he had uh, skin cancer. For, mm-hmm. But there were assassination attempts on his life several times. Um, but he was all about the, you know, smoke the herb, herb let the herb reveal yourself. And the wickedness that you do, these are quotes from his, his uh, writing. All the wickedness you do, the herb reveals itself to yourself, your conscience. Show your, up yourself clear because herb makes you meditate. And it's only a natural thing and it grow like a tree. And I just think it's so true. It's, it is, cannabis is a, is a natural thing. Uprising is a natural thing. I think people say, well, you know, you need peace and, and all these things. But he was uprising in his thoughts and in his songs and in his anthems of, you know, celebrating this culture and, and everything that he did was positive, but um, it was for a really big purpose. And, and I, you know, peace, love, and smoke weed. And and every time my cell phone rings, three little birdies, it's my cell phone ringing has been for a very long time. And it just makes me feel so good and makes me think I'm on a beach. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he, he may have shot the sheriff, but he didn't shoot the deputy. So, you know, he was uh, definitely <laughs> about uh, peace, love, and uh, smoking weed. A beautiful way to end uh, this segment. A great sentiment to think about as we head in towards the weekend with some sunshine. We can get outside, enjoy some cannabis, and, and really think about, uh, you know, change and, and how we can make change uh, on our own. Thank you so much for joining me once again, Malka, and bringing such a, a thoughtful topic to us. And, uh, of course, uh, you can find more information online at greengencompany.com. This has been The Business of Cannabis with Malka LaBelle. Thanks very much, Malka. Have a great weekend. You as well, Dean. Talk to you next week.